0: what's going on everybody it is your man morgan man welcome to, to today's podcast i sure hope you are enjoying this beautiful sunday like i am getting ready to watch the atlanta falcons take on the carolina panthers and improve to six and seven hopefully but let's talk a little bit about the college league uh we'll touch base about the falcons a little bit and a rumor about the georgia Bulldogs a.k.a. Kirby Smart and Nick Saban, (laughs) that I've been hearing recently. So, start off with the Call of Duty League. So, Doug Sensor Martin was on Twitter the other day discussing the 2022 season for the CDL. Now, me personally, I love Doug. I really do. I think he should be in a pro team right now, but, you know, no team is willing to pick him up. He even defeated Skunk for Pete's sakes in, I believe, a $75,000 tourney. I'm not mistaken here within Vanguard, something crazy like that. So, but he was rambling on, you know, saying that he knows a little bit about what's going to happen for the CDL 2022 season. And one of the things that he talked about was being only four or six, I can't remember the exact number right off the top of my head, but four or six just home series or like majors, I should say. For the entire season. So that's about like what we got last season. But he did say that you know that the online format should is probably gonna be coming back. Now that's where the controversy should begin. (laughs) Because looking at last season, the viewership dropped like dramatically. I think like down to like the high thirty thousands it was peak for tail end towards of the season and you had big team names like optic Chicago against the Atlanta phase and it only drew in well now for them teams and that it was like probably like high sixties, high 70,000s. But if it was like Atlanta phase versus like, I don't know, like Paris Legion or something, it was only drawing in like high 30,000. And even then, you know, that's just because it's phase. But another thing that Doug Sensor Martin brought up was amateurs versus pros. Now, of course, we got a little taste of that back in the CWL, or a.k.a. the Call of Duty World League. You know, back in the Black Ops 4 days, if I'm not mistaken. And I really love that because... You didn't know who the hell was going to win in that. Now, of course, I it was like just some no-name, startup, esports, Call of Duty, Call of Duty team. Of course, the pros is going to win it. But now, if the if the amateur team has like a big enough reputation or something to where they can actually win that game, you know, it was going to be interesting. So... I think that should honestly be coming back the season. I would love to see that. Maybe like in a respective like, maybe three times out of the season at most, or maybe the preseason. Like, don't let these pro teams face off against one another. Let the preseason be like a like a two or three week thing, like it is in the NFL, where you let the rookies go at it, but instead of. In this situation, you got pros versus amateurs, you know, for three weeks in the preseason. That way, both teams are warming up, getting ready for the regular season. And then, at the tail end of the, the regular season, or hell, even after winning the grand finals for your respective, you know, series, you know, challengers and pros, have, like, the, the ultimate, like, Call of Duty, like, world championship. Of course, outside of, like, the... The, the big one for the pros be like just kind of like a fun and games kind of like series where like the best pro team, which would be like right now, I believe the Atlanta phase versus like, you know, the Renegades or something who was the best team for the challenger series, you know, something like that. I would definitely love to see a series or just something similar to that. So what do you guys think? Do you think that pros versus amateurs should make a return here within the Call of Duty League Season 3. So now let's talk about, a little bit about the Georgia Bulldogs. So, a little rumor I've been hearing a lot here lately. It's more on my, more on my dad's friends than really anything. I've heard it online a, a time or two, mostly on Facebook. But uh, a rumor has been started up now that Kirby Smart, and Nick Saban was golfing the day before the SEC championship game. And reportedly, someone has said that Nick Saban told Kirby Smart that if you throw the SEC title game, I'll let you win the national. Because both teams are going to, both teams for their respective universities is going to get a crap ton of money. So, why? So, I'm already confused right here in this situation. Number one, why in the world would Nick Saban want to throw a game? Just that way he can earn money for his school. Hell, he earns money for that school during the regular season. So what? what's going to make a difference now? Now Georgia, on the other hand, I would probably have seen them make the deal. But, you know, Kirby Smart is a good enough coach to win the national title game and stuff like that. But him striking up a deal, I can't really see it. Now, if it was like any other kind of, like, coach, I would see it. But not Kirby Smart. But reportedly this, this rumor was saying, you know, that, yes, Kirby Smart agreed to throw the SEC title game. And people defended that by saying, look how wide open the defenders were. Alabama was just wide open on a lot of passes. Yada, yada, yada. No, I think just the Georgia defense got called on to by Alabama, and Georgia has just got to recenter and refocus and, you know, re strategize, if I'm pronouncing that right, their defensive game plan, which now the defensive coordinator himself has now moved to Oregon because he's the head coach there now. Um,. Now, I ain't kept up with that too much. I don't know if he's going to be coaching in the national title game or not. But that's the rumor going around right now. Me personally, I don't believe it. I think St. Nick himself is going to win yet another national title game right here for Tide. And the way I will ever bet against Alabama or even just Nick Saban in general is I got to see Georgia beat them first before I will bet up against their next matchup. So so basically if Georgia wins the national title game, then next year I might might bet with Georgia to win Alabama. Win over against Alabama. But for right now it's still me, you know, rooting for roll tide, pretty much. So guys, again, do you think that rumor is true that Kirby Smart and Nick Saban struck up a deal? where Kirby loses the SEC title game and wins the national. So now moving on over guys, we are talking a little bit about the Atlanta Falcons right here. Uh, Now, of course I did talk about them, you know, this past week on the podcast uh, saying that I think that they should win comfortably this time around, uh, at least by a 21 to seven score. I would hope so it gives them kind of like a a significant win that where us Falcons fans don't have to have, you know, 20 shots of tequila and, you know, two near-life death sentences of a stroke of watching a Falcons game. I think the Falcons should try to win this game comfortably. I think Dean Pease's defense really needs to step up in a bigger role. Hell, they stepped up big against Tampa Bay, but they just let things go towards the tail end of it. You know, really didn't want to try to stay in the game, and I don't understand that. So something really needs to change, but I do believe personally today that the Atlanta Falcons can win this game against the Carolina Panthers at least by two touchdowns. So again, my score prediction for that is to 21-7. But let's talk about Arthur Smith and Terry Fontenot. Uh, for how they have done so far this season. And the inspiration is coming from Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. On their Twitter page. And it was like John Hugh. John and Hugh. All that in the mornings. John Freaky and all that. You know they were giving Arthur Smith. A report card grade. Of how he's done thus far this season. So that got me thinking. Okay well. What, what would I personally give Arthur Smith. So, me personally, looking at how Arthur Smith has done so far this season, coming in as, you know, supposedly the offensive guru that came from the Tennessee Titans, I'm personally, I'm giving Arthur Smith a B plus. He's done well for the season. Yes, he went 0-3 to start off the season. But, and, and he's won against, like, lower-tier teams. He's won against them. You know, like, the New York Giants, you know, that should have been a, a, a dominant win right there, for Pete's sakes. But, New York Jets, you know, we've let them try to come back. Stuff like that. But... For us not to have like a dominant win, like I like I'm saying for the Carolina Panthers game today, which we should, he's still doing a great job. Yes, there's things that he can change, and he's going to address that during this his second off season as being the Atlanta Falcons head coach. But what I keep preaching to, not only just my dad, because he tries to keep up with the Atlanta Falcons a lot as well. But what I, what I keep preaching to him and to everybody that listens to, to the podcast, that's my Facebook right there, is, you know, he, you're only working with what you have. And Arthur Smith has done a good job about that. But now, granted, when, as soon as the offseason hits, do not look for a lot of a lot of these Falcons to be in that uniform this season. I think you're going to see a lot more cuts And I think you're going to see a lot more like a a minimum or maximum, a two-year, $10 million contract, something like that, or a one-year, you know, $2.5 million contract. Those are the contracts that saying, okay, I like what you have on tape. I've seen you play before, but I want to see you play under this regime. And if you play well, Next offseason, we're gonna give you an, an extension of maybe an extra two to three years. So it it's not gonna be so terrible this coming off season. Would I prefer us to win this season and at least sniff the playoffs? Like low key, like maybe like a low wild card round? Of course. Hell, I want us to win the Super Bowl with this right kind of situation right now. But I know it's unrealistic. The, the talent is just not there because you know again Calvin Ridley is out probably for the remainder of the season due to that mental health thing we're just getting Hayden Hurst back Kyle Pitts is definitely a monster but he gets triple teamed in the in the red zone you know because they don't want him scoring touchdowns they really don't so that's why Kyle Pitts gets double or triple teamed every single time in the red zone or in the end zone um, Matt Ryan, he he's still playing at top tier level. Me personally, I think I'm even just going to go on a limb and say that they should honestly re-sign him again. Like, give him an extension. You know, maybe it won't be as flashy as his you know previous contract, but it'd still be a pretty wealthy contract, I should say. You know, you re-sign him, get, he'll... And I know Matt Ryan, he'll take the hometown discount. I know he will because he loves the city of Atlanta. He does a lot for the city of Atlanta and he wants his team to win. And then after that, you're cutting all these players, re-signing some like free agency people under like one, two year deals. Expect a lot of that to be either trade for like, hey, I'll trade you, oh gosh, um, Derrick Henry for two first-rounders, a third-rounder, and a fifth-rounder. Something like that, you know, I see the Falcons really trying to capitalize on a lot of draft picks this year and also get that cap space to where they could sign free agents during the season before the free agency market closes in late, late October, early November of next year. So, again, I'm preaching to the choir right here that, yes, Do not expect a lot of the Falcons, players that you know and love, to be here next year. There's going to be a lot of cuts. I know there is. So, just go ahead and expect, you know, probably like, I would even say a Calvin Ridley to be gone next year. I I really see this Atlanta Falcons team trading him away to maybe like, I don't know, like Chicago or... Tampa Bay, San Francisco 49ers, oh my God, San Francisco 49ers with Calvin Ridley, that would be a dangerous system right there, it really would, but what do you think guys, do you think that the Falcons head coach Arthur Smith deserves a B plus from me, and what's your final grade right now for Arthur Smith during the season, and do you think the Falcons are really going to restructure to where there's a lot of cap space, There's a lot of the one year, one to two year deals next season and we kind of be in the mix, you know, for a either division title and, you know, getting at least maybe second or third place in the division itself for the NFC and being the top tier of the playoffs. But, guys, that is all the time I have for today. I sure hope you did enjoy it. If you did, make sure to like button. Wherever you are listening from, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, I'm on there. Just type in The Morgan Man Sports Podcast, and it'll pop it right up for you. But until then, guys, I, come Morgan, we'll catch you all later. Peace. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22.